Right, I said that with so much aggression. Anyone! <laughs> Here on BBC Radio WM. Time now for a bit of mind, body and soul. So this is where I get to chat to some incredible guests and get tips on how we can all improve our mental and physical well-being. And I say it every week, but basically, I just want you to come away from my show feeling better than you did before. I care about you. Do you know what I mean? But joining me today is Arj Tirachalvam, who's head coach at Performance Physique in Solihull. Good afternoon, Arj. How are you? Hello, Letitia. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you for asking. Happy Saturday to you. Absolutely. And you weren't very aggressive then, don't worry. <laughs> I, felt, I felt like I said it was so much passion. Like, just, <laughs> ah! <laughs> so, listen, Arj, the great Birmingham run is on the way in a couple of weeks' time, and you've been giving out advice for the runners taking part. So, tell me what are your top tips. I think it's really important that everyone remembers that they're, they're doing this race for... Um, enjoyment and perhaps working towards what their personal best is. Um, that being said, you know we're not all professional athletes, and then we we need to remember that there's a, a few key things that we can take forwards on that day, and that mm. that's things like if you're if you're behind on training, don't try playing catch up. You know there's only a few weeks left now. Instead, just look at what's left and focus on the most beneficial runs for you. So those are a couple of more intense ones each week and one which is maybe longer and nice and slow, and particularly on a day like this, you know, enjoy your surroundings when you go out. Gotcha. And then if in terms of, like, nutrition and hydration, as soon as we get past the hour mark, this is where nutrition and hydration is really, really important. So as the, the guys are going around the, the course, make sure you take opportunities to take on some gels and make sure you use those water stops. You know, in this heat, you will start to feel... The, um, the intensity of the sun really bearing down. And this is hopefully that we're going to have a, a lovely sunny day on race day as well. But the final kind of point I would always emphasize is that you don't need to run the half marathon in preparation to running the half marathon. This is probably the question I get asked the most by, um, by new runners is that I haven't done a half marathon or I haven't run my marathon. How do I know I'm going to get to the end of the, the race? Well, what I do with all of my clients, my runners, if it's a half marathon, I'd say they, they'd get to maybe 10 or 12 miles mm. by, well, if we're talking about the Birmingham uh, half marathon, then by tomorrow. And that would be their, their peak. That would be their longest run. The last three miles, you're going to have the adrenaline of a fantastic Birmingham crowd there. That is going to pull you through those last few miles. There's a sense of exhilaration that some people might not have had yet if they've, they've not done a race before. But on race day, it is phenomenal. And you will be able to do those last few miles knowing that, A, there's a little reward at the end of, of the race. And also the, the streets are going to be lined with uh, the crowds. Of course, absolutely. And you've touched on some of them there. But what are the biggest mistakes that people do make when preparing for the big race like this? There are a few, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so the main one I see is that people fear almost not being able to complete the race and therefore do too much training in the run-up. Um, so that might be around running too fast too often in the week. So as I mentioned, only a couple of times do you really need to run fast. The rest of it should be nice, slow and easy runs. Um, particularly on a weekend, just go out for a slightly longer run than normal and make sure it's nice and slow hydration is a is a big issue um it's very uncomfortable to drink large amounts of water as you go around the, the course so instead try to take opportunities of small small sips but regularly 
Um, and also get yourself a couple of, um, of isotonic drinks or some uh, energy gels and start using them now. So start using them from your very next run because we need to train our stomach. What I often see is that runners will train their legs and their lungs in the build-up to the race, but they never use gels or isotonic drinks until race day. And unfortunately, our stomachs, our guts, don't always agree with such a sudden change. And therefore, make sure you start using them today, and then by the time the, uh, the big race day is here, you'll be a little bit more tuned to taking on those kind of fluids and substances. Good advice. I just started talking, didn't even pull my fader up. <laughs> that is some brilliant advice. But let's talk about you now. So how did you first become a performance coach? It's, it's been a winding journey, actually. Um, I first started just working at the, the local leisure centre, um, and I was asked if I would start coaching, and I was in a fantastic group. I had, um, I had some elite GB athletes in the group who were doing some coaching sessions, and I found myself working right up to, to becoming head coach. Um, fast forward a few years, I, I was now working in corporate nutrition for some of the big um, retailers of, of nutrition products, and then, again, another opportunity arose. I, I was asked if I would go into lecturing. I'd, I'd studied a, a Bachelor's of Science at Loughborough University myself, um, and I was asked if I would give back to the, to the local community, realistically. Um, so I started university lecturing and wrote a couple of degrees along my, my journey there, um, and then was given an opportunity to work for a couple of world-leading consultancies. And that, that really did take me everywhere. Um, being able to work on nutrition for both elite athletes and novices. And I get, a, I get itchy feet. I, I always think, oh, what's my next challenge? And, and that was realistically to take everything I've learned to that point, um, which was probably about 11 years at that stage, and put it all together and, and launch Performance Physique. And um, at that point, I had a couple of coaches working with me and we were able to offer all of these different facilities, whether it's coaching for children, whether it's adults, whether it was elite athletes, we have a couple of Olympians, or whether it was just, I want to start getting fit. And I've, I strongly believe, you know, this is the philosophy of performance physique, that everyone should have the opportunity to, to train and train like an athlete. And it's really important that we have a supportive group and family. It's all about community. And that's what keeps people exercising. And, and that was my mission, basically, back in 2014, to, to build a business which offered coaching services, which were really high, high class, high quality, but really helped people achieve their regular exercise, no matter their ability. Love that. Absolutely love that. Now, listen, Arj, stay right there, because we're going to go to a quick track, and then when we come back, we're going to be talking a bit more about this. Here on BBC Radio WM. Now, we're still talking mind, body and soul this afternoon. And today I am joined by Arj, who's the head coach at Performance Physique in Solihull. Now, Arj... You did a lot of work about, you know, uh, encouraging kids to stay active during the lockdown. Yeah. So do you think it's been difficult for kids and adults as well to get back into exercise since everything has started to open up again? Because is it, it is easy yeah. to get back in, you know, to get into bad habits, isn't it? Absolutely. That's a really good point and something which I don't think many people have spoken about. Um, as everything's opened up, all of those lovely other th activities that we can do kind of taken away from the, the forced hour of exercise that we had available to us before and those mm. habits have broken down so I, I have actually noticed within some of my groups you know the, the 
less regular training now that the, the pub is open on a, a Friday evening, etc. And it is something that we can start to try and just pull back into a little bit of routine. Because at the end of the day, we love routine as human beings. A little bit of structure does an awful lot for our mental well-being. No, you're so right. You are so right. You know what? Actually, I've noticed this as well, because when I was during the lockdown, I used to do a lot of hiking. I'd go oh, on yeah. nice yeah, nice walks. And now that I've got back to, like, doing my job and stuff like that, yeah. I find I either don't have time or when I have got the time, I just want to have a little nap. Yes. <laughs> like... Absolutely. <laughs> I feel like that is the thing, like, and I just think to myself, oh... I want to go, but sometimes, like, this is going to sound terrible because people are going to be like, why would you even wish for this? But I think to myself, sometimes, sometimes I wish we'd go back into a little bit of a lockdown so I can have that time to go hiking. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to it's... live my best life, but... <laughs> it, it is quite interesting to, to see the way that it actually gave us a lot of opportunities to do things which did improve our health. It was obviously for a terrible reason and wish it would never occur again. But, but exactly what you said, it's time, isn't it? Mm. And I think we perceive um, exercise as having to be 45 minutes long, an hour long, and it needs to be really serious and it needs to be quite a formal event of going to the gym. And I think yeah. that's the mindset we need to change. I absolutely agree with you. Because it's like people, other than like your proper gym beans, do you know what I mean? Like a cheeky little yeah. gym bean. Other than them... <laughs> Nobody looks forward to the gym. No one looks forward to doing exercise. Like, people don't wake up in the morning and go, whoa, let's go. Do you know what I mean? It's something that I feel like we kind of do force ourselves to do. But then yeah. once, the thing is, what makes me giggle is that we do it. And then once we've done it, we're like, oh, I feel so amazing. Oh, I take yeah. the world, live my best life. Do you know what I mean? But Absolutely. we just force ourselves to do it and it just doesn't make any sense. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. as a performance coach, it must be really satisfying when you do see people achieving their goals. Absolutely, yeah. And I'll be completely honest. Seeing one of my elite athletes achieving gives me the same satisfaction as seeing someone who despised exercise four weeks ago and now actually really enjoys it. It gives me the exact same sense of, of relief. And... When I, you know, when you mentioned there just about having to get out of bed and go to the gym, there are a couple of kind of good motivational tools that you can use, um, which I'd love to share with your audience, if that's okay. Yeah, please do. I mean, the, the first and foremost thing is that if you are super busy, you still have five or ten minutes in your day. And it's amazing, but those five or ten minutes can make a massive difference to your general health and your mental well-being. So during lockdown, I pushed this big program of four-minute mornings, and it, it was exactly what it was. It was four minutes. You know, They could go onto that big online video uh, website, and they would just follow these four minutes to leave them with a better sense of achievement than when they started the day. The other aspect is if you really, really don't want to go to the gym, maybe you finished work and you're really tired, and you're thinking, oh, I could just go home, put my feet up and watch TV, why not start your exercise, start your training session, but you've got this allowance and it's called the 10 minutes rule. Mm. If after 10 minutes of doing your exercise, yeah. you are still in this mind frame of, oh, I'm just exhausted, I'm too tired for this, that's okay. You've done your 10 minutes, it's okay, and you can turn around, head home or whatever. But if actually after those 10 minutes you're like, oh, I'm here now, I can do another 20 minutes, I do actually feel okay, then go for it. The 10-minute rule is there to basically monitor the amount of um, intensity, the amount of stresses that you have going on in your life. 
And I've seen great results with some of my clients by adopting this principle. So those would be two big recommendations for your, your listeners. Love that. That is actually really good advice. I'm absolutely here for it. Now, you've also worked with beginners who've ended up becoming professional athletes. I mean, that must be incredible to see because it's like, yeah, I did that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a very privileged person in terms of um, there's a lot of juniors who, who started with me when they were very young and they have then proceeded to go up this performance ladder and and you know we would use the the term professional in sport it's it's a big landscape so uh, you know professional isn't technically what an olympian is however all of us would view that as professional sport so i wouldn't i wouldn't make any claims to taking cristiano ronaldo from you know when he was little (laughs) through through to man u but these guys have worked incredibly hard whether it's in the swimming pool or in their their team sports right from the bottom up to the top. And actually, just before this call, I had to stop off at a a cricket pitch because someone I was uh, working with very closely over lockdown is making uh, their season opener, and I had to show my face, obviously. Oh, that's so lovely. That is really (laughs) nice, Arj. I bet bet they were so happy to see you as well. I bet they were really happy. Now, before I let you go, if anyone wants to find out more about the work you do, where can they go? They should head to performancephysique.co.uk. We've got loads of free advice on what to do for the, the marathon and the half marathon on there. Um, or if they just type in Arj, the running coach on Google, I show up. So um, those would be the best places and obviously our social media. Beautiful stuff. Arj, thank you so much for coming on and have a chat with me today. That was Arj, head coach at Performance Physique in Solly Hall. Thank you very much for listening to the Performance Physique podcast. Remember to hit subscribe, tell your friends, drop us a message if you have any questions on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook, just search for Performance Physique or drop us an email, info at performancephysique.co.uk. For now though, I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.